Raging rivers, hungry bears, drastic avalanches, roaring seas. No matter how prepared you are, a walk in the woods can go from innocent to disastrous in the blink of an eye. When pushed to their breaking point, humans are capable of astonishing things, things they would have never thought possible. This is In the Wild. The Mojave Rattlesnake Sometimes referred to as the Mojave Green is a highly venomous pit viper found in the southwestern United States and central Mexico. It has what is considered one of the world's most toxic venoms. The Mojave rattlesnake can grow up to four and a half feet long. Their color can range from different shades of brown or pale green depending upon their habitat. A dark diamond pattern runs along their backs. Their color enables them to blend well with their surroundings for protection from predators such as coyotes, eagles, hawks, owls, and falcons. But they are far from helpless when encountering a potential adversary. Mojave rattlesnakes live in high desert areas or lower mountain slopes. They prefer brush in arid and open spaces instead of thick vegetation. They are most active from April to September and they are mostly found by themselves, except during the winter months when they may congregate in small groups during dormancy. They have a reputation for being aggressive toward humans. But scientific data does not back this up. However, it is best to keep this knowledge at the forefront of your mind because Mojave rattlesnakes will defend themselves forcefully when threatened or disturbed. The neurotoxic venom of a Mojave rattlesnake is one of the most debilitating and deadly of any rattlesnake you might encounter. While severe symptoms may not appear immediately, any bites from a Mojave rattlesnake should be taken extremely seriously and seek medical assistance instantly. Snake bites are medically referred to as envenomation, venom transfer by a bite or a sting. There are even instances where people have handled a dead snake and are pricked or punctured by the fangs and suffered from envenomation, called postmortem envenomation. Once bit by a rattlesnake, anti-venin is widely used as a treatment. The injection must be administered by medical staff and is effective in treating the symptoms of snake bites. In the fall of 2001, the United States Food and Drug Administration approved Crofab. This updated anti-venin uses the Mojave rattlesnake's venom plus both the eastern and western diamondback rattlesnakes and the cottonmouth or water moccasin snake's venom in its cocktail to treat snake bites. Crofab is exceedingly effective, but the drug's cost is high. A wholesale price of $3,198 per vial, and the recommended starting dosage is four to six vials. A competitor recently launched an alternative, Anivip, priced at just $1,220 per vial, but the recommended initial dose is 10 vials. Snake bites are costly, no matter what drug you select for treatment. Giving a wide berth to snakes is the best way to avoid snake bites. However, they can silently slither up you unawares 
when you are in the wild. Franklin Canyon encompasses 605 acres near Los Angeles, between the San Fernando Valley and Beverly Hills. The park contains thickets of dwarf evergreens, shrubs, and other dwarf trees, intersped with grasslands and oak forest land, surrounding a three-acre lake. Over five miles of hiking trails, wide-ranging picnic grounds, and an ADA-accessible duck pond greet outdoor enthusiasts upon their arrival to Franklin Canyon. The National Park Service purchased the park in 1981 to prevent its development and ensure its beauty and tranquility remains easily accessible for people to enjoy, now and in the future. Today, oversight of the park by the Mountains Recreation and Conservation Authority ensures daily operations that cater to public use. Franklin Canyon Park, April 23, 2010, a day Lorraine Johnson would remember for the rest of her life. Lorraine was an avid outdoors person and liked to hike the local trails to unwind, especially after work. Her near-daily routine took her into the hills surrounding Los Angeles, and she especially enjoyed Franklin Canyon Park. On this fateful day, April 23, 2010, Lorraine left work and found herself back at Franklin Canyon, just before 4 p.m. Due to the heat, 80 degrees, Lorraine decided against hiking boots, laced up her sneakers, left her vehicle in the parking lot, and headed off onto the trails. Lorraine had never seen a rattlesnake during her many walks in the area. She was only a few minutes into her hike when suddenly she felt a sharp pain in her ankle. Lorraine looked down to realize she had stepped on the tail of a Mojave rattlesnake, projecting out from under a scrub bush. She failed to hear the telltale rattle because her weight prevented the snake from implementing its warning. Quickly lurching away from the snake, it struck her a second time before slithering back into the safety of its bush. Those two bites, however, had already done their damage to Lorraine. Within seconds, the slight-framed woman began feeling unwell. Her legs began to feel like jelly, and her vision became blurry. Terrifying panic welled up inside her. She was alone, and she had not told anyone where she was going. She had her cell phone but knew from experience that the canyon's large cliffs blocked cell service and coverage in the area. She turned to make it back to her vehicle in the parking lot, but stumbled frequently and struggled to stay conscious. Unknown to her at the time, the venom was affecting her red blood cell's ability to transport oxygen through her system, causing her to black out and have difficulty maintaining consciousness. She envisioned the possibility of dying alone near the relative safety of the trailhead and the parking area. After seemingly forever, she reached the parking lot and two hikers in the lot noticed her obvious distress. The hikers offered assistance, got her into their vehicle, and transported Lorraine to a nearby park ranger. The ranger called for an ambulance, and she was raced to Cedar sinais emergency room. The hospital was a short six miles away, yet Lorraine had to be resuscitated twice on the way 
by the paramedics. When she had arrived, the toxins had affected her so much, shutting down her body, that doctors were not optimistic for her survival. She was given a 5% chance of living. Anti-venom was administered immediately. Most people require three to four vials, but up to 40 vials may be needed in extremely rare cases. Lorraine ultimately required 116 vials of anti-venom, likely a record amount necessary to treat a snake bite. Doctors learned that Lorraine had been bitten by a snake with a new venom hybridization not yet seen. The venom included neurotoxic properties affecting the brain and nervous system, and hemotoxic properties causing blood poisoning and damage to the red blood cells. Prompt medical care saved Lorraine from death. From the bite to the arrival in the emergency room was one hour. After a three-week stay in the hospital, Lorraine was released home. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation, and more. Like original entertainment from top celebrity creators and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts, all from one app. So the latest thing I've been listening to on Audible is actually Andy Biersack's book, uh, They Don't Need to Understand, Stories of Hope, Fear, Family, Life, and Never Giving In. He is the lead singer of Black Bell Brides, and I actually heard about this book in another podcast uh, called Three Sides of the Coin, which is a KISS podcast, and I really liked some of what Andy had to say, so I checked out the book. Uh, I'm in the middle of checking it out. And the cool thing is he did the narration for this book, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. With Audible, you can always find the perfect title for whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, or whatever you're feeling. Audible allows you to find audiobooks that will inspire, delight, help, or simply entertain you. With Audible, you can listen while working from home, cooking, exercising, on a walk, as a family activity, or just relaxing. And now with the new Plus catalog, an Audible membership is so much more valuable as it gives all members a chance to listen to and discover new favorites and new formats, like the exclusive Words and Music series or a podcast you never considered before. With the free Audible app on your smartphone or tablet, you can download titles and listen offline anytime, anywhere. Audible can help people with their own personal goals, whether they want to learn something new, get more books in their life while doing other things, focus on mind and body wellness, or simply enjoy a well-deserved diversion. You set your own goals and let Audible help you reach them. New members can always try Audible for free for 30 days, so you have nothing to lose. So join me on my Audible adventure you will always be able to find the perfect title for you. Simply visit audible.com slash in the wild. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash one word in the wild. Or text in the wild, once again, one word in the wild to 
500. Once again, that's text in the wild as one word to 500, 500. Again, to enjoy thousands of titles, beginning with a free 30-day membership, visit audible.com slash in the wild or text in the wild, one word, to 500, 500. And now back to in the wild. Lorraine credits her excellent health for being able to withstand the toxins from the bite due to regular hikes, a healthy heart, and the good Samaritans who found her in the parking lot and notified authorities. Lorraine has become an activist of sorts, not only on the proper immediate care of snake bites, but also on educating people on the presence and dangers of poisonous snakes in the area. Before her incident, she had never seen a venomous snake or heard them in the area despite her extensive hiking experience. Today, a quick search of the Franklin Canyon Park website contains no mention of snakes hazards in the area. A search of the entire Mountains Recreation and Conservation Authority site only mentions snakes under its plants and wildlife section, stating, quote, there are over 18 species of snakes and eight species of lizards in the zone. The most common snakes are Pacific rattlesnake, gopher snake, California king snake, and California striped racer. The rattlesnake is the only venomous snake in California. They seek shade during the hottest summer afternoons and hibernate during the winter. End quote. There is little mention of the dangers and hazards of rattlesnakes, only mentioning they are venomous. In a letter to the editor of West Side Today, a local media outlet in the Culver City, Mar Vista del Rey, Palms, and West Los Angeles area, Lorraine described her experience and the realization of knowledge that many in the public may have been unaware of. Lorraine's advice for the immediate treatment of a snake bite is simple. Remove tight clothing, clean the bite area, and get to a hospital immediately. Know the site in which you are hiking and what hazards are present. Be aware of the possibility of dangerous animals, however rare they may be. You may be thinking, why didn't she carry a snake bite kit? This leads us to look at the effectiveness of such kits. Snake bite kits are readily available to hikers and outdoor enthusiasts for under $20, sometimes as little as $4. Snake bite kits are intended for use immediately after a bite. Kits usually include a scalpel, a suction device for extracting venom, and a constriction band to slow the venom spread throughout the body. However, today's common medical knowledge indicates that commercial snake bite kits are at best worthless, and in other cases, more harmful to the victim. The application of a snake bite kit delays effective treatment and provides a false sense of complete remedy. Improper use of tourniquets has led to amputations. Suction devices are worthless in extracting the quantity of venom necessary to facilitate recovery. The title of an article published in the Annals of Emergency Medicine, Snake Bite Suction Devices Don't Remove Venom, They Just Suck, tells the whole story. Go ahead and ditch your snake bite kit and follow the advice outlined at the Snake Bite Foundation website. 1. Carefully back away from where you were bitten and sit down in a safe place before potentially passing out and risking a head injury. 2. Remove rings, watches, bracelets, necklaces, and any other item that would potentially become a tourniquet when swelling occurs. 
Three, remember the immediate treatment for a snake bite. Remove tight clothing, clean the bite area, and get to a hospital immediately. Four, circle the bite with a Sharpie and write the time next to it. Mark the edge of swelling and any pain listing symptoms. Repeat this every 30 minutes. By doing so, severity can be determined along with the proper treatment. Five, if you experience anaphylaxis, which may include swelling of the face, mouth, throat, appearance of hives, and difficulty breathing, use an epinephrine auto-injector, like an EpiPen or a similar device if available. Take Benadryl and Zantac. If you don't carry these items when you hike, Put them in your pack before you need them. Always carry them with you. Six, do not take aspirin, ibuprofen, or Aleve. Do not apply ice to a snake bite. Seven, if you have cell phone reception, call 911 and tell them your location, when and where you were bitten, and your current symptoms. Last, eight, if you don't have reception, begin your hike out via the safest, and most advantageous route possible. You want to reach help as quickly as possible in an unadventurous manner. When hiking in parks and wilderness settings, be prepared for the possibility of snake bites. Carry the proper items in your pack and know how to use them if the need arises. Stay calm and methodically make your way to help. Remember, anything can happen while you are in the wild. Ian Scotto narrated this episode of In the Wild. Snake Bit in Franklin Canyon was written by Kirk Fraser. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of In the Wild. To hear more captivating stories of real-life survival, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay prepared, because you never know when you may find yourself in the wild.